0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Buncast, I'm Nick Tishwa. This is a nice episode without too much of me, so I hope you enjoy. As you heard in the last episode, Rinpoche is out traveling the world, but we'll be back to Yuru in the United States in early 2017. In the meantime, we have a special episode featuring a part of the recent Shereb Chama teaching. Specifically, you will hear Rinpoche speaking on the topic of the Dzogchen perspective. This is just a small part of the Sherab Chama teaching. If you want to learn more about this excellent teaching, consider purchasing the video download, or better yet, take the online course, which uses the Chama video as a starting point, but breaks it down into easily digestible nuggets and allows for better engagement with the practice and with other practitioners. We also have several other courses live on the site, including Red Garuda, Nundro, Essentials of Bone, The Essence of Living and Dying uh, for preparing for POA, and an introduction to the Gongchid Namsum. Uh, for preparing for the Gungchud Namsum teaching in Los Angeles next year. We also have several other things going on. We are beginning to focus more on our Sangha here at Yuru. Uh, We will be live streaming three times a month, uh, with live streaming a Chama practice on the first Wednesday of each month, a Red Garuda practice on the third Wednesday of each month, and Nundro practice on the first Saturday of each month. Uh, Even if you are not local to Minnesota, the live stream will allow uh, others to participate through uh, the means of the internet. You can learn more at yerubonecenter.org. Also beginning this month and extending for the next six months, Yerubone Center will be hosting a Wisdom Discovery game on the website. In this game, you'll simply find the hidden deity within the site. um, And for those that find them, there will be a monthly raffle for correct responders. Um, to win uh, free video downloads, and at the s- end of the six months, a final raffle will be held for a beautiful hand-painted chamatanka. Uh, you can learn more about that as well at Um Thanks to Deborah Pedler, Yuru now has a sister company, uh, Yuru Health and Wellness. Yuru Health and Wellness uses some of the ideas presented in BUN and combines these with modern science to address the needs of people who are in need of a little more health and wellness in their lives. This will include regular meditation practices, as well as various events, um, and life coaching, health consulting, that sort of thing. Uh, the first kickoff event is a mindfulness training aboard a Caribbean cruise, which takes place in early 2017. Uh, you can learn more about that and, and the mission of Yuru Health and Wellness at yuruhealthandwellness.com. Uh, and speaking of new websites, Bun Children's Home will have a new website soon. We'll be linking to it from the Yuru Bone Center site, so be sure to check back there soon. Uh, I'd like to remind everyone of the ongoing needs at both Yeru Bone Center and Bun Children's Home. Please consider a donation to BCH to help a child in need or to Yuru Bone Center to help us keep the lights on. To everyone that has donated or plans to do so, you have our heartfelt gratitude. Okay, please welcome Latinima Nima as he teaches about Bun and Jen from the recent Shereb Trauma teaching.
1: Dzogchen, the nature state of mind discovery is a perfection state of discovery of as it is. So in this very nature of emptiness of your mind, from the Dzogchen point of view, once you are contemplating in that very state, meditation, in that state of nature of your mind, and that very moment we say all the quality aspect of the For example, merit level. You know, we accumulate the merit by making a pilgrimage, virtue action, physical action, circumbolation, generosity, ten descendant practice, etc. meant to merit so that we cleanse our karma. But according to Zhoche, once you are able to discover and remaining in that state, contemplation or meditation, you don't need any effort to cultivate a merit because all are perfected within that state of your discovery. Uh, therefore, being in from this Doksya uh, state of point of view, you don't need to accumulate. Therefore, the reason when you don't understand the Dzoksya point of view, so Gelupa, Buddhist, particularly Buddhist strongly condemned and criticized that Dzogchen is not a an ultimate and a true practice of enlightenment. Because they don't, they cannot digest the method of the Dzogchen, capacity of the Dzogchen's wisdom, richness of Dzogchen teaching. They could not digest it. So they look everything from the Madhyamika point, Sutric point. So Sutric point, yes, you have no capacity to understand that, there's no method. They talk nature of the old phenomena, but their nature of the old phenomena is finding of illusion thought and binding by the illusion thought. Oh, this is nature of this very object, that very object, nature of my mind, that you capture it, nature of mind, according to you in Sutra, is captured by thought, thinking this is the nature of mind. So you try to remain in that, thinking this is what I am thinking of, should be. So that is not nature. Nature means no any force of uh, manipulation or fabrication, emotionally or physically, right? So Dzogchen says, empty aspect of the only empty aspect of the nature of mind, we are similarity. But the definition of emptiness is totally different. Your definition of emptiness is thought-bound emptiness, thinking there is nothing existing, so this must be, and this is what I, understand the nature of my mind and think in that way. There's nothing to be solid to find because all are leveled by our thought. But Joseph says, I do believe in accept emptiness, just a word of emptiness, but your way of emptiness is way far from my emptiness quality. Because I don't capture nature state of mind by thought. I rather liberate and then see things as it is, as empty as, not as empty thinking, but being, discovering as empty is. Understand? So, Only empty aspect is similar to us, but that's what it meant. So, thought-bound everything is, from the same point of view, nothing is natural. It's a nature is something, no influence by any matter. And the Zogche nature, according to Zogche, uh, is a condition, cause, none of this can make difference. And Zogche nature is not dependent on any condition and matters, beyond cause and condition. So the perfection level, that is what it means within that it is a perfected. You don't need to put effort. It gives example of like a small seed you make for oil. What do you call sesame? Sesame. Sesame. Sesame seed, right? Huh? You call it sesame seed? Yes. Sesame seed carrying potentially the oil in. So when it is being conditioned or other pressures that make it, the oil became visible, like milk potentially contain the essence of the butter. It only manifests when somebody put effort to make it visible. Docche says this is what my nature state of mind, what I discover. Simply as it is, within that discovery, all the potentials are exist within and perfected within. If not, where it comes from? Huh? Where it comes from, who brings it? If you have a source of coming, then you must have a source of where it goes to. If you have a source of coming and going, you must have a place where it stays to. Where is that? You will not find other than the true nature state of emptiness itself. Who made that? No one. Itself. That's pure self arising. That is what the Dzogchen point perception here. Hmm. So here in Chama, when we say, Yes, you visualize the Chama, you pray for Chama, you call to Chama, but these are a relative level we are. But going through this, then we contemplate, then we go absolute level. When we meditate on Chama, an absolute level, then we don't go beyond this. I mean, we go beyond this calling, thinking, visualizing, etc. You go much more deep and far essence, not more conventional or relative level, but more in a deeper essence level. That is not an image. That is a space of ultimate nature of clarity and unification of emptiness of the jama's true essence of mind, and that is absolute jama. That is our absolute practice on jama. If you are able to experience in that absolute net, that's that is the most nourishes, most quality, most power, most blessing that you 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 received or you gained or you discover it. Almost blessing from self, huh? Looks like in verbally, but in real, you are simply connecting to the reality of that. When you reach to that quality and reality, that reality has no stress, that reality has no depression, that reality has no sickness, no illness, no hope, no fear, all above. So when you get in that state, you know, when the, we are free from the pollution, you don't need to concern of air, it's polluted, it's a one, effect this like that, right? <clears throat> You feel so released, you feel so comfortable, you feel so confident that this is safe place when you go to the very rich in nature, isn't it? But when you come to like Nepal, India, Bangladesh, some other, China, all this place, everybody know that. It's a very polluted air, right? And you begin to worry, concern. So when you reach in that state of pollution, free, means no poison. Your five poisons are already diminished or emerged into the five wisdom quality. And you are gone beyond the cause and condition level. When you are not dependent on the cause and condition level, that state is the one that everlasting. So therefore we say discovering and contemplating in that state of meditation, that is the everlasting peace everlasting happiness, because that is the what it is. It's not projected by thought. The happiness is the what it is. Joy is the what it is, full of every aspect of quality of enlightened one is as it is within itself is perfected. If it's a pure milk, whether you packed in beautiful long bottle or big jar or container, or in the cane, packed in China, packed in Nepal, packed in India or America. doesn't matter. The pure milk is fully with the potential of all this essence of the butter, Mm -hmm. right? So it is very much like that, same as in our meditation, that something through meditation, what you gain energy, strength, it's tremendous, beyond kind of our imagination in ordinary thought level, but it's powerful, but it's present, very powerful, very effective, very energetic. So therefore Chama, simply by thinking, genuinely thinking and calling itself, making us beneficial from Jama. That is the how Jama is committed on the sort of commitment of serving all sentient beings to benefit until the end of the sentient beings, right? So, only experience effective and non-effective experience of the blessing of Chama or energy is how truly we are calling, how truly we are connecting to or not, how deeply we are devoted, we have a devotion to Chama. How much trust you have? Trust to Chama, right? That is all matters, not the what in whom you are uh, uh, making sort of devotion, but how we make devotion. What level of devotion out of five, one, two, three, or the five of five. That's all depends accordingly, effect in so called energy, so called placing, so called kind of those all effective. So the chama is a very important practice and very what do you call well well sort of known practice of daily practice, especially in the you know people are doing lay lay life practitioner. now. Very, very, very much well known. Like in our Dolinji in VSH, every evening and morning they do daily prayers. One of the main daily prayers is chama. Three essence of you Sumino, Mati, Agarame, and Tutiso. And people think these are just simple practice, you know, sort of like you are reciting mantra. No, 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 that is not it. Huh? And when you say, oh, this is a great practice of Dokce, this and that is very really given, and then you think, oh, that's very important. No single practice is less important. Every practice is equally important, because Buddha's uh, kind of motive of giving teaching is not to divide and limit that this is important person, you must give this important teaching. These are the important, my relationships so you give this, no. Only he give according to the needs, as per need, as per capacity, that we could digest. We eat as much as we digest, isn't it? So, teaching is very much like this, very nutritious. Even if you want it, you cannot digest all hmm? So, you have to be balanced and careful. So, this practice are, uh, in early days, we have a Chama time when somebody is seriously ill. We could Chama Tsegye, night long Chama. So, don't sleep, 15, 16, 20 people comes, 24 hours like in the day and the night. and the night, people will come by When the dark starts and we get to the midnight, somebody stay all night, but then midnight we change. But 24 hours, keep continuing Chama. Makhto, the 21 mantra recitation prayer and the mantras. For the sick people, serious sick people, are very effective practice. Sometimes we do divination, oh, you have to finish 100,000 Chama. Makhto means all stanzas of the uh, 21 mantras. Not only omama, so the mai, each mantra has like, majaktisum javi yum like each one has a four sentence, six sentence. This 21 syllable has all these each stanzas, so each is reciting and spending all that. So powerful, so blissful. It makes it right away the differences of healing to the person. You know? So Chama is, uh, don't take as easy because of these few words and mantras only. One drop of poison is good enough to dilute it or infect the whole lake. One drop of poison is whole. Uh, capacity of damaging, if you put in the needles, in injections, right? How many effect, how many people can infect? Just a single drop. Likewise, something very important, nutritious and nutritious. Also, one drop is enough to heal, one drop is make a hundred people, thousands of people can be right? Equally, simple mantra seems like, you know, sometimes when people go to make divination, and ask guidance to his holiness. Sometimes he even don't look at divination or whatever. He says, do a hundred times chamangartha, not only mantras or with stanzas. And they still look and like, is this all? You know? <laughs> then they still up, he says, what? Is not enough? You think he has to have a big sort of ceremony? No, it doesn't require. You don't understand this. Simple, few words, but is full of quality that has the essence of Buddha's. If you can communicate or connect or that essence and believe, more than enough. Go, it's enough. Do that, it will. But otherwise, in our common people, that is not very. Really. They think when you have some serious illness, it means you have to have a big sort of ceremony. Uh, you know, it's really interesting, people's mentality, but actually it's not like that, you know, it's really. So this Chama is a really serious, important, and a very uh, powerful practice. So you guys who are listening, online teaching and here, so you guys need to think that this is uh, not an easy cup of coffee. It is good enough if you are able to dedicate this practice. There is a lot of wisdom, quality, that can help you and benefit. Especially when you are full of stress. As I mentioned earlier, look at the Chama's face, open eye and look at, mind be set there. Just look there. Your stress will go in 10 minutes, 15 minutes. If you really can, Focus and be there. And then try to open your heart. Like the Chama's true nature space of mind is an unlimited space of boundaryless space of openness. Likewise, you open your heart, felt anything that is bothering you, anything that is distracting you, anything that is making you painful. Let all dissolve in that nature of space of openness. Simply open that space and focus on that issue matters most, is bothering you. And look into that directly by no any judgment, no any kind of commentary, simply with full presence, simply looking on it. While you are looking on it, itself sort of diminishing and emerging into that openness, space of clear light, open and itself dissolved, diminish within that space. When it is being fully and completely dissolved, you remain still contemplating on it then you begin to unify in that space, your open space that you have opened, the open space that is naturally existing out there. It is all going to unify it. When you get into that state of unification, that state of unification is space of openness and light, nothing of that energetically you are suffering from stress and depression and any other issues. All are non-existent able, actually. We keep holding by our emotional thought, and then we live in that thought, we think we are in a great pain. We create ourselves a pain. We can transform that pain. We can release that pain. Simply, what do you call, simply changing the, you know, the shifting, the perception towards it. Everyone has a problem. There's no, no person on the earth has no problem. But the difference is how you handle the problem, so-called problem. You handle the problem to lighter or eliminate, Or you live in the problem by holding the problem. That's in us. You understand? You live in the problem by holding the problem, by conforming the problem and holding the problem, being in the problem, be in the problem of concept of being in the problem. It is the mean problem. So we need to we need to transform that issue. Right? If you release that perception. There's a lot from so-called problem, so-called disliking, so so-called uncomfortable, has a lot to give. Hmm? So what we do often when you are sick, right? When we are sick, we take it sick as a sick. Number one, we confirm I'm sick. I'm not comfortable today, right? That's the how we say. It. And then we live in that. We live in that sort of confirmation of our self. Oh, I'm not feeling well today. I am sick. I am uncomfortable. Okay. So how you handle now that? You realize you have an issue there. You realize you have a problem there. How you handle it? Handle with the problem by being problem, in the problem, or handle problem Simply existing problem, but not being in the problem. Means not living in the problem. You feel it, but you don't live in it. You sense the problem, but you don't make the problem by sensing the problem. Does it make sense? Do you understand? This is the big difference. When you you put yourself totally into that state of being in the problem, then you are living in the problem. You make your problem. You are being problem now. Before you are not in problem, you are not being a problem. You are just experiencing a problem. Understand? Oh yeah. So, understanding, realizing you have a problem, it's one thing. Taking that problem to make you are conforming I am in problem, one stage. And in that stage, you're living in that confirmation. That is serious stage of yourself, being in the problem because of the problem being existing in you. Does it make sense? Communicate, right? This is how really it makes a difference. If you don't live in the problem, problem is there. Problem is being existing, but that does not mean you are suffering from problem. Suffering is the confirmation of your saying that I am going through such, you know, emotionally you are making yourself so, what you call, helpless. Then you are living in the problem by simply being, what you call, observing problem in your being. In your life, so in a positive way of thinking, especially as a practitioner of tantra. Now, so number one, you need to develop pure conception, pure vision towards. Number two, you need to you need to be able to make it manifest. The the method of transformation, transforming technique, to method, how you transform how you look, how you treat how you treat the the issue that you are going through. Huh? Can be relationship, can be health, can be professional, ah, many issues. Hmm? In in a in a in a masters in the past and also in Tibetan saying ah, we often simple way is uh, if not anything of transforming, but simple way of, ordinary way of transforming. The sickness, illness that you are going through should take it as uh, inspiration, inspiration to spirituality. Understand? Huh? If you are sick and ill, one type of the person are so sad, so angry, so upset, but helplessly living in. That is what we call being yourself in the illness. It's not you are suffering from illness, but you are suffering more by being, putting yourself, being in the state of suffering of illness. But another part of the level, person capacity, who have capacity to do, so that illness, we don't take that as awful, negatively, or anger or hatred. Rather we wisely we use it, a transforming method to nourish from that illness what you can do. That is reason. Number one condition, that illness should take as not negatively that you are helpless and suffering but rather appreciating, realizing, thinking, kind of good because of this, <coughs> meant according to your capacity of compassion, love and other, but mainly taking that as a force of inspiration to engage yourself into practice, into Dharma. Ne giri And also, it is like an inspir- inspirational force, to engage you, put in action of the spirituality, ritual, ceremony, prayer, all these things, you know? And then it will not make you such a suffer and helpless, rather you will become a sort of, later on you will become more compassionate to the sickness, cause of the sickness. And this is all because of the benefit. Of the illness condition. Of course, we pray not to get ill, right? No one, anyone, including yourself. Once you get ill, you just don't let yourself be suffered there and go through helplessly suffering and sad and anger, but rather use that as a tool to promote your spirituality. Hmm? So then it became much more. Protective illness. So your illness in another form, your illness has been very protective for your spiritual growth. Because even you are ill, but your illness is not making you suffer, go through karma, but your illness, in the form of illness, you are transforming its level of potential in a dharma form, spirituality. So many of the time that masters in the past, when they get sick, they always, of course, they will follow an instruction of physicians, but they also engage in a different form of purification, different form of cultivating positive merit, different form of communicating yidams and chama, deity, whatever your yidam is connected and practiced pilgrimaging, these things are being conditioned by the illness. So that is the process of healing. If you are being suffering, they are being in the illness has a much more faster to become a stronger uh, affected by illness. And if you look at very positively and ins- what you call, integrate inspirational practice and use your illness as a tool of the practice development, and then illness itself also either diminished, either so slow in effective and less energetic to affect you, more suffering from the illness. So illness is not looked take it as an awful, but it take it as purification of your karma. Take it as a tool to. Engage yourself more active in dharma, etc., and so forth. So it is all how you look at. So that's one part I'm saying. Tantric form is a transformation method that also, likewise, that we always take it in positive. So which helps us to deal with our daily experiences.